Blog Talk Radio. I want to welcome everybody to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. Glad to be back in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Glad to have this opportunity. God, it seems like a lot's happened uh, since last week. So looking forward to uh, have a chance to sit down, talk sports with Mario. Uh, hopefully he calls in here in a second. Run a little bit behind. Had a couple things that I had to take care of real quick before I could uh, make my way into the studio. So do apologize um, for the delay. But, uh, yeah, um, I'll give Mario a couple opportunities to uh, call in before uh, I get too far into this. Um, do want to thank um, Carolina Sports Plus. Make sure you guys go to our Facebook page, the 110 Nation Sports. Um, it sounds like it's dinging. It's almost touching a keyboard. Um, it's really weird. <laughs> it did it on the last show, too. don't know where all of a sudden it's coming from. Um, our YouTube channel, the 110 Nation Sports um, Radio Network. Also, uh, follow us on X at the 110 Nation. Uh, don't forget, you guys can catch all our pad, all our podcasts on all the uh, the major, or actually all anywhere you can find your podcast at it. If it be Spotify, YouTube, um, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Spotify. I think I named that one already. iTunes. That was the other one I was missing. Um, make sure you guys follow us there. All you gotta do is just search us, the 110 Nation or the 110 Nation Sports Show. It should pull you up in the 110 Nation. And uh, just follow us on those different platforms. I'm trying to see if Mario is joining me here. There you go with the dinging again. There we go with the dinging again. Um, I guess I'll start off talking about my Browns. You know, I picked them to win the AFC North, and despite all the obstacles to this point so far, going into, well, actually, as the Browns finished the comeback against the Baltimore Ravens, um, at that point, start feeling pretty good about this AFC North thing. Six and three really don't have too much, too tough of a schedule to finish out. A couple games that are going to be difficult, but for the most part, kind of don't have too hard of a schedule based on what we've seen in the first half of the season with these teams. And then you wake up today and find out that Deshaun Watson had broke his shoulder like the second quarter. <laughs> Played half a game, went 14 for 14, something like 136 yards and a touchdown with a broken shoulder. Probably the best he has played in any half of any game with Cleveland. And, you know, it wasn't enough that we lose Nick Chubb, who had never been hurt. I don't think he's ever missed a game. Um, the number one 
running back in the entire NFL. And we lose him and finally figured out <laughs> this whole run game, bringing Cream Hunt back. Ford's been playing really well. And finally get Deshaun Watson back. You had P.J. Walker and DTR. They kind of <laughs> they got us through some games. <laughs> um, like I said, you, you start feeling really confident after the comeback. I knew when he took that last hit late in the fourth, I think there was a minute, some change left, uh, and it took him forever to get up. And as a matter of fact, Cleveland was charged with a timeout for an injury timeout. And something told me something, something wasn't right there. And I'd, I'd even asked uh, a Browns fan, came in the store, and asked if there was any report or anything about it on Monday or Tuesday. And they, you know, they hadn't seen nothing. Like I said, you wake up today and it's just like, there's always next year kind of whole slogan, like, really gets old. This one year I'd like to, when we finally have the pieces, to be able to <clears throat> not have injuries and all that other stuff. It seems like you just can't catch a break being a Browns fan. But, uh, yeah, um, DTR is going to be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. I Knowing it's season injury or season-ending surgery, that there will be no Deshaun Watson, period. So I don't know if Cleveland's going to pursue another backup, either an upgrade or at least so we got three quarterbacks on the, uh, the roster in case something happens. But, um I don't know. A lot of the wind kind of went out the sail. Like, granted, we still have the number one defense, and in a lot of people's books, you've got one of the MVP candidates, Miles Garrett, on that defense. Like, the defense is something special, and it just it's just horrible that you can't you're not gonna be able to put it all together. Like, if it ain't one thing, it's another. So. Uh, I felt pretty confident this weekend going in and playing Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, that's all now gone away. I don't know. It's just a crazy, crazy. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, I was hoping to kill a little time in hopes that uh, Mario would come to the studio. I think uh, I think he uh, probably went to bed thinking we was never going to get this thing going tonight. Um, last night, Golden State. Oh, my Lord, Golden State. You got uh, Clay Thompson. Got to get a little pushy with the Timber, Timberwolves player. Um it escalated really quick, two minutes into the game, and it escalated to the point that uh, Ruby Gobert came over and, and tried to uh, 
basically snatch up Clay Thompson and Draymond Green comes out of nowhere and has now got Gobert in a whole headlock. Um, obviously, we're we're waiting to see what the suspensions are going to be. Cause we're all going to assume there's um, suspensions going on with this one. Um, <clears throat> I think what's really funny about all this is the fact that Dre, Dre, uh, Draymond Green is probably going to get suspended. Here we are, what, a couple weeks into the NBA season. And from all the reaction that I've seen, if it be shows, if it be social media, nobody seems surprised. <laughs> like, I don't think I saw one reaction, period, that made you believe that anybody was surprised that here we are, Draymond Green's probably going to miss a few games. I know it's just, it's crazy to me, like, we're at the norm. Like, it's kind of to be expected. Oh, Lord. I don't know. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that it looked like Draymond Green was was waiting for this opportunity with Gobert, I don't feel that maybe it was necessarily as bad as it sounds. I mean, granted, you just have him in a headlock, but Gobert was also wrapped his arms around Clay Thompson. So, I mean... One aspect of it, Draymond Green is coming to the rescue of one of uh, the Splash Brothers, like one of one of the three that have kind of been the ride or die. But in the other aspect of it, when you just kind of watch him target going around, like just it's like, yeah, you've been waiting for this. You was you was waiting for him just to slip up one time. All he had to do was just push the wrong way or say something like offensively bad at somebody, but like you had you had to throw a jab in there verbally to get that reaction or something. Like I saw you were like looking away from this had been a thing already. So it was I don't know. <laughs> It's going to be interesting to see how the reaction is to um, the suspension when we we get a, an actual um, game number count. I'm, I'm going to be real curious to see the reaction. And if there's reason to why it's two games, four games, ten games, whatever, I'm just throwing out numbers. If it's because he's been a repeat offender or it was a lighter because it looked like you weren't being aggressive, you were just coming to the defense of your player, 
Let's say you're getting suspended for the headlock part, maybe not so much, you know, something else. Like, it's going to be real interesting to me to see how, A, the NBA viewed this, and B, um, I lost my thought. Um, how they viewed it, and did they feel that there was intent? I think it was what I tried. I was going to say, but I don't know if I felt like that was going to be what I actually said. But when they're viewing it, I, I want I want them to. I'd be curious if they they seen this intent, like that he was, or that was he there to to rescue, like, what their thoughts are of it. And then it's going to be interesting to me to see the NBA social media world. Like, what's the, going to be the reaction? Are we just going to, huh, okay, just like what we woke up to and found out what happened last night? Or is there going to be a, a reaction? Like, are, are some of us going to be able to kick back and just kind of get a chuckle out of the comments and, either those that are inflared by it or those that just laugh at it. Like, I, I'm going to be curious. Um, I mean, it's Draymond Green. I think this is why there was a lot of us out there that was really wondering at first, was Golden State going to re-sign or extension or whatever it was in this offseason, Draymond Green's contract, like, because stuff right here, like, there could have been a better way to get Gobert off of Thompson. Um, now, if we was at a bar fight or at some concert and it was going down, oh, no, Draymond Green was on point with saving his boy. But we're in an NBA game and – the game, the rules are not played the same. So, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. Um, I think he finally gave up on me. The whole, oh, Lord, the whole Jim Harbaugh thing. That stuff is – I really think that the Big Ten coaches and ADs and everything else, I think they were too aggressive on wanting this suspension to happen now. Like – As much as it sucks to know this season could have possibly went to Michigan and not knowing the legitimacy and, you know, how, did you legitimately win these games or did you only do it through the fact that you stole signals? But I would rather the uh, – I would rather the NCAA and the Big Ten 
review all the facts. Like, don't rush to make a, a split, rash decision. Because what, what happens if this gets to be worse? What happens if there is more information out there and we just don't know it yet? You've already dished out a a, a, a suspension, a three-game suspension. You're not going to resuspend them. So now you're kind of stuck. You're kind of stuck with what you decided on. Or what happens if Harbaugh now exposes everybody else? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like the fact that they rushed this decision. I really wish they would have took the time to kind of factor in all the facts and then base the decision off that. I don't know. I don't understand what the big rush was. I don't feel that there was really this season. It is what it is. Like none of these teams are going to get any their wins back or losses back into wins. It's not like you know anything's going to change the directory at this point. The only thing that may factor in any of this is the Ohio State-Michigan game. Now that gets played a little bit differently based off of the coaching situation now. So, I don't know. I just, as an Ohio State Buckeye, as one that cannot stand – Michigan. I just don't get what the rush was. I don't understand why there was a need to suspend them now and then not know the final outcome. And now you've put yourself in this predicament. I also find it's real interesting that Michigan gets found, uh, gets um, in trouble for the signal stealing. Now there's talks of them wanting to leave the uh, Big Ten. Like, you get caught cheating and now you want out? Like, is that how this just became? Like, I'm <laughs> kind of confused. Like, this has been something they've been wanting or like, you caught us. We're going to take our ball go home. Like, this is no fun no more. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it is really odd to me that all of a sudden you want to be out of one of the best conferences there is in the entire NCAA, NCAA football with them and the SEC, like neck to neck. I discuss this all the time when we talk about football. Like that is, to me, that is the uh, the standard. Just like I feel that 
Duke and UNC are kind of the standard when it comes to basketball. Like I, that's just how I hit with it. But uh, there's Mario. Let me throw him in here real quick. I see you. I see you. What's going on? What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I've been kind of talking to myself for the the last thirty or twenty minutes, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> My apologies. I had things I had to take care of real quick and threw everything back behind a little bit. Um, no, you. Uh... One. Um, we talked about the uh, the uh, the fight last night. Um. Like I was talking uh, a little bit ago, I I want to get your thoughts on the actual whole fight itself, but I'm gonna be curious oh. with this with the suspensions. How? Because like this morning we woke up and it was like no reaction. Like I don't uh-huh. think there was one single person anywhere that was surprised to find out that Draymond Green did this, and it's possibly going to be suspended. Like I just nowhere did I see a reaction saying this. So I'm real curious, once the suspension comes down, one, there, is there going to be a reaction? And depending on the length of it, like what the reaction is going to be. Uh, I, I'm really kind of – and I want to know what the refs, how they view the suspension. They go light because it doesn't look like Draymond Green was really, like, there to beat him up. He was just – grabbing him in the headlock because he had Clay Thompson mm. or does it go on the heavier end because of your past plus it looked like you was just ready for uh, Rudy Gobert to mm. screw up one time you know push you too hard accidentally swing his hand back like when he, mm. he went after him like this was something he's been waiting on yeah, so yeah. What, what's your thoughts on that whole chain of events not even two minutes into the game um, I bet you there's a lot of people who lost a lot of money on the sports book because I'm assuming people probably thought Clay Thompson and Draymond Green were going to have some more points and assists than normal because Steph Curry is not out there uh, he wasn't playing last night so I, I'm really curious uh, on the sports book but what was your thoughts on how everything unraveled it, it was uh, it was very interesting you know they gave him a five game suspension so, did they? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, they just did. So, what do you think? Do you sounds, think that's... Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. I mean, I mean, you can tell Draymond Green got got a role on that team. You know what I mean? And his role yeah. is stirring stuff up. You know, being being the physical player. So, you know, he plays his role. He, obviously, that. Yeah. Uh, Go to state. Go to state. Likes it because they resigned him. You know what I mean. They they gave him extension and all that good stuff. So obviously they know that Draymond Green is a part is a is a part of the team and championship. But overall, you could, I felt like that uh, how he charged him, how he looked, you know how serious he was when he had him. You know all that just felt like he just been waiting on this type of moment to do something. Yep. To Rudy, just how it happened. You I know, don't just how it felt. 
I don't think it would even sort of incident. Like I like I literally think mm. that if Gobert would actually sw- accidentally swung his hand back as he went to go jump up and popped, let's say Draymond Green in the nuts, I think that's all. Like something mm. simple like that. I, yeah. I like. Yeah. So. I'm interested what they, how they base this suspension. Because they were talking about the Beverly Hill, or not Beverly Hill, but uh, Patrick Beverly and his suspension uh-huh. when he came up and pushed uh, the player from behind, and he got three games, and he's also had a pass. So I'm curious to what made them decide the five games. Was it the look like he went after him? Was it uh, his track history, like I, I, or did they not view it? Um, as it looked like he had intent, but the fact that it was a headlock, it had to be something. So maybe it was yeah. would have been more if it looked like he was intentionally trying to like choke the man out. I, I uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's going to be. Uh, I don't know, I'm gonna love to see the reactions uh, when I get off the show and tomorrow morning. Um, another thing that I uh, jumped into was um, my Cleveland Browns. Man, we can't catch a break. Oh yeah, we can't catch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, That's we all, got to yeah, the end of that game, and, uh-huh. we, and, yeah. and we had we, – when we had about a minute left, I saw when he took that hit, the someone right. We actually – they ended up taking a uh, injury timeout because it took him so long to get up, and I was like, something just ain't right. Um, and no report came out the next day. They even asked. And, you know, you feel, okay, maybe, you know, he just had the wind knocked out of him. Feeling real confident, six and three, with our schedule not being super hard the rest of this way out. There's like two teams that's going to be tough. The rest of them are very winnable games with Deshaun Watson back there. And you start to feel like maybe even though we lost Nick Chubb for the season and he just got his just had his second surgery a day or two ago. Um, even though we lost him, we, we've been finding a way. And even though we didn't have Deshaun Watson for like three of the games or whatever it was, we kept finding mm-hmm. ways to win. And just just give it. We got the running game going now. Now it's a legitimate threat. Maybe not the same as with Nick Chubb, but it, now it's a threat again. And Deshaun Watson, I mean, the second half of that game with a broken shoulder, 14 for 14, 136 yards and a touchdown, like that's probably one of the best halves he's ever put together with the Cleveland Browns. And it was with a broke mm-hmm. shoulder. Um, but, yeah. God, can we just have one year that the, the stars align? Like, either we just mm-hmm. don't have the players and nobody ever gets hurt, or we have the players and people get hurt or suspended. Like, I just, oh, my Lord. Yeah. Very depressing totally, thing, Mario. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can just imagine, I can just imagine how a Cleveland Browns fan would feel, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> especially after that, especially after the game, the half, you know, and and actually thinking about like, okay, this is this is Watson right here. This is this is the Watson everybody been waiting to see right here. Big game, big time moment, and and boom. He's out for the season. And I was surprised that they chose DTR, who had a horrible outing, over PJ Walker, who I'm not gonna say was good. I I don't know. Yeah. I, he managed. Like I don't know if he even threw for 200 yards. But I mean, we sat there and almost beat Seattle, and with him, we beat the 49ers. We beat. Uh, we came back and beat Indianapolis because Deshaun Watson went out early in the game. Like, 
you've been well, we're going with DTR, and and I'm kind of confused by the the decision behind that. Like, why we had one that had a horrible outing. It was like four, three or four interceptions, no touchdowns. Like DTR had a horrible outing. Because so I'm not gonna brag. I'm not gonna say it was good, but it managed. And I don't know. I'm kind of confused by this. Yeah, I mean, my only thing would probably be. Uh... I don't know. He probably been doing, been making making up for it in practice. You know, he got a good he got a good upside. You know, from tra- from preseason. You know, he looked good. You know what I mean? Like he like he had a chance. But uh, overall, overall, just it just feels it just feels weird. You know, y'all got the win. Y'all got a good schedule. You know what I mean? A favorable schedule. All you gotta do is get the ten. You know what I mean? You get the ten and you win there. You know what I mean? But it just sucks. You know what I mean? You just feel bad for Browns, man. Because I think this was their year to at least get in the playoffs. And in the playoffs, anything can happen because they have an offense, they have a defense, and a running game. Oh, yeah. And Watson, you never, you never know. Watson may come out, come out in the second half and be fourteen for fourteen with a touchdown. You know. You just oh, so depressing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like Colorado Buffalo's football's whole hype train has kind of come to a halt. It's like I know Dion yeah. yeah. things here and there. You talked about um, talk about they're just not ready. We're just not ready to win yet or something. Like, mm-hmm. you went from being a real cocky-ass mofo to, well, they're not ready to win yet whole, like. Yeah. We went, I think it's yeah, a. Yeah, we. Yeah, it's, it's a whole, I think, like that situation, I think it's a humbling experience, not just for the team, but also for the coach and Dion. You know, we we, we we all know what he can do. We all seen what he can do. You know, the speeches and the and and all that, it does sound good, you know what I mean? But then at the same token, it kind of it, it, it get it get kinda you know, pushed aside sometimes just because you got to win too. You know, you have to win. You know, speeches sound good when you win it and losing, but the mm-hmm. speeches sound miserable when you just lose them. You understand what I'm saying? But we all know, yeah. we all know that he don't got the biggest players, fastest players, nor the strongest players. But at the same token, I want, I want to see some, I want to see some effort. You know what I mean? Put into that team. You know, it's good that he that he stay that he stand, but you gotta win. You got to win too now. It is crazy to me to sit there and process the fact that. This team was really a, a no team. Like it, nobody, I don't think anybody projected them to be in the top twenty-five when this season started. Mm-hmm. But to be the most talked about, the most searched, the most everything team in the entire football. Like you, at times you forgot that Georgia was number one because everything was about yeah. Colorado, and then we had Colorado versus Colorado State, and the whole sunglasses like. To just to sit there and think about the, the the hype, the just where everything was the first 
what, three, four, five games. To yeah. now, like, you kind of got to search for what Dion said. Like, uh, it's not a headline. Like, nobody is really going to bat. And I, it's just how different it is. And it's not like this is a 17-week season. Like, we're only, what, uh, eight games into the season? Like, you know, whatever we're, yeah. we're at this point. Like, how quickly that changed so fast. Like, just the snap of a finger. Yeah. Done. Oh yeah, yeah. On to the on to the next big topic or next big story. You know, hopefully, hopefully Dion can turn around. You know, he already lost a recruit. You know, he decommitted a wide receiver, but uh, it just he got to win. He got to put up some effort, but it's a humbling experience for him too, for sure. I also talked about uh, um, Jim Harbaugh, um, the suspension. Your thoughts yeah. on it? Uh, I still want to know. I, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the investigation thing. You know, uh, I want to hear. I want to see exactly what they got or what they had. You know what I mean? I want to hear. I want. I want to dig more into it. You know, because a situation like that, you know, just speculations and going to an investigation, you know, they're talking about it happened this year, you know what I mean, a couple games ago. You know what I mean? It, it kind of, you know, the suspension kind of happened so fast where I want to see I want to see the process of uh, what he did or, you know, what the, coach, what, what the coach made somebody else do. You know what I mean? I just felt like it was – I don't know, just rushed a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, you know, he was cheating a couple weeks, now he's suspended. You know what I mean? Why is he suspended? You know what I mean? What's the, what's the, uh, what's the, uh, what's the word? Where, where's the evidence? You know, we've seen the pictures, but I want to see, I want to see the whole trial process. But it is, it is an interesting story, though. I was talking about it earlier. Um, I really hate the fact that the coaches, and I'm assuming the ADs, of the Big Ten pushed this rush for this yeah. three-game suspension. Uh-huh. Um, like I said earlier, what what happens if we've not turned over every stone at this point and there's still yeah. more? What is, yeah. what is this worse? Uh-huh. No, well, you done gave three, heard, you already gave the suspension. You can't go back and change it now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. I agree. What I, happens I totally when we find that. out someone else in the Big Ten did it? Now, yeah. you know, is this now the bar? Like, it, does this taint anything? Like, could have been mm-hmm. in Lester because more people were involved. It wasn't just Harbaugh doing it to everybody. Like, I'm yeah. not. Because my, in my my view at this point, the season doesn't change. The teams that no. they legitimately stole signals from, they're not getting those losses turned into wins. So uh, why sweat the fact that how – other than the fact of knowing that you may or may not know, you know, Ohio State, we get the last game of the season – Okay, did you just beat us because you stole our signals, or did you – there's that legitimacy part of it. Um, so 
that part would suck, but I to me there's no point this at at this point of the season. Yeah. Like why yeah, I, why are we I'll just agree. not finish the season out and let you have all summer to figure this out? Uh, yeah. But instead what happened what and, what happens if Michigan wins the championship? You know what I mean? And and something else be comes out. One of, yeah. As I say, it's gonna be one of two ways. Either they're going to be looked as the, one of the greatest teams to ever win the championship because they have their head coach suspended now. I don't know if it's just three games, just the rest of the season, or the playoff is included in that. I just know it's three game suspension, but I don't know if, if there's any stipulations of playoffs or not. So, um, but even if he is able to coach the playoffs, okay, you still beat Penn State and Ohio State without Jim Harbaugh, like. Michigan would have every yeah. right to talk some smack. Um, yeah. The I was trying to remember what I was going to say. Um, the other side of it is if they win the championship, uh, people the you, if they win the championship, you know as soon as that game's over with, oh they cheated, and that's that's what two two ways this is going to play out if they if they went to the championship. Um, and win it. So um, either people are going to talk all the smack in the world or they're going to go down in the history as one of the best teams ever do it because of who they had to beat without Jim Harbaugh. And Jim Harbaugh was suspended at the beginning of the season for giving that kid a cheeseburger or whatever it was. So if they win this championship and Jim Harbaugh is suspended like half the season – I, I don't see how anybody could argue how good Michigan was. I mean, science dealing or not, and, and I guess I even know that's like my art travel. That's like you and Duke and basketball. Like, I only hold this certain grudge because I'm not confident Ohio State's never done it. I know other colleges do it. I don't know which ones, but Michigan wasn't like, hey, all of a sudden we're going to do something that only Bill Belichick's ever done ever in the history of football. We're going to be – no, we're not that stupid. So, like, I only hold a certain grudge because how many other teams are doing it? And I feel if you ain't trying – to kind of be in a gray area at times, especially when your program hasn't had the success that it once once had or should have. I don't necessarily feel that – I feel that a lot of – there's a lot of schools out there that are in that same boat and will push that gray area to try to turn their program around so they can start getting better recruits and more scholarships and all that other stuff. Um, so I, I, as much as that's my arch rival, I, I can only hold this hurt grudge because what's if I find out two weeks down the road or in, on the off season that Ohio state was doing the same thing? Like, yeah, uh-huh. I don't want to eat crow. Like, you know, that, you know, so mm. I can only hold this you know, grudge to a degree. So I don't know. Uh, was there anything else other than um, in college football? Um, 
Georgia did move up over Ohio State. I don't agree with that. Um, yeah. Honestly, and, and I had this conversation um, with my uh, employee. He's a Michigan fan. I don't – I feel that, honestly, I, I can't say without a shadow of a doubt that Ohio State should be number one. I feel that it should be Ohio State, Michigan, one, two, and I would be fine right now with it being either way. I think those two are the best programs. I think Georgia's coach is crying and talking about, I don't know how we how we move from the top spot when we've not lost. Well, you've not played anybody. Like, you got Ohio State and Michigan playing top 10 teams, top 25 teams, and quite regularly this season – and you fight like nobody. Like, I think you beat one person yeah. that it was ranked. Like, you had, like, the hundredth easiest schedule this year. So, I mean, it reminds, it reminds me so much of the, the Boise, um, Boise State football program that kept going undefeated or had one lost season and everybody kept, why can't you guys put them in the – they don't play nobody. That's like I think it's funny everybody got so hyped on TCU. Well, TCU don't play a bunch of hard teams. So, you know, they had an easy path in in their conference and got a playoff spot. And they got crushed right away when they had to play someone legitimate. When they had to play a Big Ten or SEC team, they got smashed. Um, So, I just I, – I, I, that's the only part that I don't, I don't agree with is I think Michigan and Ohio State should be one, too. Uh, was there any other headlines in college football that, that stick out? Uh, no, not really. Not at the moment. Do you, guys play, uh, do you guys play Duke? Do you guys play Duke last weekend? Yeah, we played Duke. We beat them and two and, and two overtime. We took two two overtime. Okay, I, I thought that I saw that you guys had played each other, um, but I couldn't remember. So, uh, um, I don't think there's anything else really on the top of my head on uh, college football, NFL. Um. Uh, Browns had a, another one of those. You know, I guess my heart probably can thank the whole Deshaun Watson thing because I don't know how many more games, Mario, I could handle coming down to a four-second left field goal, Mr. Make by 49ers, or, mm-hmm. you know, us kicking another field goal with 15 seconds left on the clock, or – um, us letting Seattle come back on the last drive to uh, t- to take a loss. Like, it has been such a up and down, like, these games in my heart, I don't know. So, I guess that part uh, I can be thankful for. But Yeah, you, um, yeah I'll you. you can just watch football now. It's, it's a, it was a hell of a mm-hmm. comeback. It's funny because I was working on, um, I think, a sanding um, cabinets, the cabinet door is still that day. And oh. no, actually I was staining, um, the manger scene. Uh, we wanted to put a uh, protectant seal it and stain it. So I did that and I happened to look down at the scores I was seeing. I was checking the uh, sports books and it had the game on and, 
because I picked I picked the Browns to win that game, and I was like, oh snap, it's a one point game, and there's only a few minutes left, so I'll go run in the house. And then the wife comes upstairs. She goes, "You could watch the game down there." I was watching earlier. We was getting we get our buzz beat, so I turned it off. I said, "Yeah, it's not the story no more. Uh, it's a one point game, and uh, there's only a few minutes left. We got the ball, so uh, yeah." So uh, I'm trying to think if there was any other any other headlines. Then the Bengals have it. Yeah, the Bengals lost. Uh, mm-hmm. I yeah, C.J. Stroud, Stroud making making a name for itself, making a name for itself down here in Charlotte, just because of uh, <laughs> of us not, Y'all not picking of, him. of us not yeah <laughs> for us not picking him, and uh, so he's definitely he's definitely making it known uh, down here in Charlotte and in the Carolinas that uh, <laughs> that uh, Charlotte made a I mean the Carolina Panthers made. A big mistake so far, starting off, you know what I mean? But how things look in the field is that they did. <laughs> you know what I mean? But who knows? I'm curious to see, like, we won a lot of games at Ohio State with C.J. Stroud, but there was yeah. nothing about him that, like, really impressed me. Like, he was a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I'm uh, also – I don't get hyped on Big Ten quarterbacks, especially Ohio State quarterbacks, because, I mean, you're throwing to Marvin Harrison Jr. and uh, Nick Jigba or whatever his name is and all these other wide receivers we keep producing. Like, you can make anybody really look good. I could probably go out and look yeah. good throwing to these guys. Um so I don't get all sold into it, but there was nothing that really just like amazed me. As a matter of fact, I was kind of upset we didn't keep that Justin Fields didn't stay at Ohio State for another season. I felt I, him coming back and all those players that were coming back, we had another legitimate mm-hmm. shot at making a run at a championship. And yeah. of course, Justin Fields went on, and then we're finding out that the transition from college to football is such a huge difference. And especially when you have an offensive line stacked like Ohio State's recruits and the receivers and the running backs, like it's uh-huh. more of an even play field when you have 32 teams and that's it, not a couple hundred colleges. Um, so, yep. um, so kind of surprised me and I'm curious to see how long he's able to keep this up. Um, it's just one of those things yeah. where he just a slightly different type of quarterback and defenses have to adjust like they had to do to Cam Newton, like they had to do to Colin Kaepernick. Um, but once you got into year two and so forth and defenses made these adjustments, you didn't look as good when you yeah. first came out the gate because you took those defenses by surprise. He's a little different. He's, he's to be honest with you, he's a lot he's, – he's not even in the Cam – our Kaepernick category, you know what I mean? As far mm-hmm. as his playing style, they're definitely not yeah. the same. He throws he throws a lot better. He anticipates a lot better, and he doesn't make mistakes. You know, even though you, we can only go we can only go by from what we've seen and what he's doing, and the numbers that he's putting up and the team that he's beating, you know what I mean? All that speaks for itself. You know what I mean? So what he's doing is very, uh, you know. Like, wow, you know, of course everybody's going to be waiting on, you know, when is the slide going to happen. But for right now, 
he's doing his thing, and he's definitely in uh, as far as the talk because if he can make them come into the playoffs, oh, man, that's a story within itself after one year. Mm-hmm. It's been an interesting story. Uh, I'm just curious to see, you know, if this is just a rookie thing or – you know, are, yeah. are they going to be able to? Uh, is he going to be able to keep this up? So definitely, mm-hmm. uh, definitely keep an eye on that. We got. Uh, so we'll try to wrap this up. I had scheduled it for an hour since we started so late. So we got about twelve minutes. So we're okay. gonna, we're going to run through these picks. We get our picks in, and then uh-huh. I will uh, get them all tallied up. I didn't tally it up last week, so I was all tied up with everything. Um, okay. Out this gate, um, the first game is Cincinnati at Baltimore um, this Thursday night. Mm. I'm conflicted by this. I'm conflicted. Yeah. Did you know? Uh, you know, are the Ravens going to come back and have a bounce back game and try to make a statement? Are the Bengals? You know, you're getting to a point that you can't lose too many more games. As you, everybody's above you. The last team in the AFC North. Um, are are you going to play at a different level to keep yourself in the playoff hunt? Um, so I've I've had mixed feelings, and the other part that's mixed feelings is I need Baltimore. I want Baltimore to lose. Um, that knocks yeah. them down to a four-loss team. That keeps the Bengals a four-loss team. Depending how the Browns play, either we'll be the only three-loss team, or we'll join them as the four-loss team. The Steelers will be the only three-loss team. Uh, so conflicted yeah. because I'd rather you know the Bengals win and, and help help the Browns situation. Uh, so trying to decide, I feel if and I was kind of surprised the defense allowed Lamar put up as many points as you know they were able to put up because mm-hmm. as long as you shut down Lamar Lamar Jackson, especially how good our secondary is playing, that should have been lights out for us. Um, not 100% confident that I feel the Bengals' defense would be able to be up to the same challenge um, and, and get the same results. Their defense is nowhere as close as good as the, the Browns. I mean, the Browns are number one in, like, every category. Yeah. Um, so, that being said, I really honestly hope I get this pick wrong, but I have better feelings that I'm going to get this pick right, and I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 gonna uh I'm gonna ride the same train with you, you know what I mean? I'm gonna go ahead and hop on uh Baltimore, but my thing is with Baltimore, they gotta start learning how to finish these games and I think Lamar Jackson yeah. gotta do a little bit more better, putting some points to you know what I mean, they do so good, then the teams come back or they're coming back and then they stop moving the ball. Like they can't get no first downs anymore. Or they can't, you know, they can't do anything else, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, big yeah. plays help Baltimore, you know what I mean? Because they got a lot of big play touchdowns, you know what I mean? You really don't see them, like, drive the ball down the field, touchdown, and come back and drive it again, you know what I mean? But I'm going to go ahead and go Baltimore, even though Burrow is doing his thing. But uh, I'm going to go Baltimore. Next game on the list you're up first will be the Cowboys versus your Panthers. I'm going to keep it honest and I'm going to keep it realistic. You know what I mean? They got a lot of things. 
They got a lot of things going on down here in Charlotte between the offensive coordinator, who's going to call the plays this week, who's calling the plays last week. You know, it's, it's, they they just got a lot, and I'm going to go ahead and go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going with Dallas as well. There's uh, really not much to talk about. Uh, yeah. it, it is funny to me, though, the Cowboys fans, like you beat one of the worst teams in the NFL. And, yeah. Holy yeah. smack, like Cowboys are now back to the, yeah. the I don't get it. Like yeah. you beat the Giants. This game's gonna be a very This game's gonna be a very conflicting game for me as well. I'm gonna hope that the first time Deshaun Watson got injured, it was a wake up call. And so I'm yeah. gonna hope that DTR throughout this whole last four or five weeks has actually been taking reps with first string just in case something else happened. Um, I also feel that our our defense is going to play with a certain chip on their shoulder. This is the Steelers. Um, there's a lot of bad blood there, and I'm sure that now we're the underdogs even though we're at home because of the quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. I think that we're probably going to see one of the best performances out of this defense this week. And I, I'm going to hope and pray that DTR comes to play, and I'm going to go with the Browns. Ooh, wait, okay. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and try to – I don't know where I'm at. I know I lost a couple games last week, but hopefully I, I can I can stay ahead or stay even. I'll catch up with this one right here. I'm going Steelers. Next game on the list, and you are first, the Chicago Bears at Detroit. Yeah, I mean, that's not that's not hard on me, even though Fields supposed to come <laughs> back. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think Fields can bring. I, I think his time is done. I'm going with the Lions just to make it quick. I'm going with the Lions. Yeah, I'm one of the lines too. Um, next up, the Chargers at the Packers. Um, I think Chargers are not as bad as their record seems. I think the mm-hmm. Packers are probably worse than their record seems. Seems I'm going with yeah. the Chargers. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, ride that same train with you again, and uh, I'm going Chargers. Cardinals finally get a second win. Houston, C.J. Stroud, the better quarterback. Oh yeah, you're first. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is this is a game that uh, you know you want to keep you want to keep the good momentum going. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go uh, Houston. I'm gonna go ahead and go Houston just because I want to see a good story with C.J. Stroud. I don't want to see him lose this I'm... game, but yeah. I'm Houston as well. Next game is the Titans in Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville turns it around. I think regardless of what they said, they're probably embarrassed of last week's loss. I think they come out and play at home in front of their crowd. I got the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm going I'm going Jaguars too. Next game, Raiders at Miami. Who you got? Oh, the Raiders story, I think it has to come to an end, and I'm going Dolphins. I am going Dolphins as well. 
Uh, next one on the list is Giants at Washington. I don't think I'll ever pick uh, Giants to win a game this year. As a matter of fact, I don't think they're going to try to win so they can um, secure the number one draft pick. Mari, who you got? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go Washington, too. They got a lot of things to figure out down up there in uh, New Jersey. Tampa Bay travels to San Francisco. Who you got? Um, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going uh San Francisco. For now as well, looks like Brock Purdy um, has turned uh, the season back around. We'll see. People act like this is like this horrible stress or still 6-3. It's like not like they got a losing record. It's just crazy how people talked about the 49ers. Um, Jets yeah. at Bills. This game now becomes a little tougher of a pick. Seems like the Bills are falling apart. Jets seem to be able to win games, and there's hope that Aaron Rodgers will be back this season. I think Buffalo, even though they fired the head coach, I think that is part of the issue. that I didn't like a lot of the play calling I watched against the Denver game. Um, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going Buffalo Bills too, but if they, the players want to be on the field, and they will miss that kick. The offensive coordinator will still been there. You know what I mean? And all the drop and Allen Allen got to take some responsibility. He is a little goofy with that football. You know what I mean? He is yeah. like he really he really think that he can get it in any type of window between three and four players. But I'm going I'm going Buffalo too. But uh, they got some issues. They got some issues. They got to figure out. Seattle at the Rams. You pick first. Ooh, I'm going to go ahead. Even though Matt Stafford's coming back, I don't think it's enough, and I'm going to uh, Seattle. I agree 100%. Um, Vikings at Denver. Now this game becomes an interesting game. Dobbs has been doing his yep. thing for the Vikings. But all of a sudden, uh, Russell Wilson is and the, the Broncos become one of the hottest teams. Uh, it's crazy uh, how this has all changed, and this is going to be crazy. The fact that I'm actually going to pick the Broncos. I'm taking Broncos over uh, Vikings. Yeah, I'm, I'm also taking the Broncos over the Vikings, too. I think they figured something out. They got a feel-good story up there in Minnesota, but I think it comes to an end this week. Crazy Monday night game. You got the Eagles at the Chiefs. Who you got? Uh. You know, this is a game that I think the Eagles will feel good and look good in winning. Uh, even though I haven't gave up on Kansas City, but uh, I want to, I want to see the, I want to see the Eagles. I'm gonna say I'm going with the Eagles. I think by if uh, for those that have not gotten sick of Taylor Swift by the end of this week, I think everybody will be done and over wanting to hear about Taylor Swift. I think it's funny. It don't bother me none. Um, now they're talking about whose jerseys she should wear and everything else because you got the Kelsey brothers. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think that they're at home. I think it's time for the Chiefs to start kicking into that second gear. Um, they've not not been the Chiefs we had known. I think this is an opportunity at home. This is going to be a very highly few game. Um, this is going to be a crazy game to watch. I, not necessarily between the two, just the hype around everything, the swift, 
the mm. Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey, and even the two Kelsey brothers and their podcast. Like, that's a hell of a podcast for those that have not listened to it. Um, so I, I think this is going to be one hell of a build, especially being a standalone game on a Monday night. I can mm-hmm. only imagine what this is going to be. It's almost going to feel like the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl what the yeah, hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Uh, Mario, let them know where they can find you, um, social, um, what you got going on, all that stuff. Okay, okay. You can check us out at uh, on social media at Carolina Sports Plus, on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can catch us online uh, at CarolinaSportsPlus.com. We got a lot of good things going on. But right now, you know, it's all about Christmas and getting this mobile store together, so that's that's what we're currently working on, but uh, see y'all next week. Make sure you guys check out the site, uh, the 110NationSportsRadioNetwork.com. It's got our blogs, videos, show schedules, and uh, all the shows. I don't know if I said that or not. Um, we're on all the major platforms, uh, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, Amazon, you name it. Uh, make sure you guys just uh, go over there, follow us, so you guys can catch all the shows. And like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Looking forward to being back in the studio next Wednesday night. I am sure the NBA, NFL, and NCAA especially are not going to disappoint. Um, so looking forward to it. Mario, you have a great week, and uh, we'll catch up later. You too. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.